When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Buff Nation, let's go. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Day two or day three of being in the Big 12? Day two, technically? <sighs> day 1.5? 2.5? 2. 2.5, there we go. Um, it's been a whirlwind. It is. Um, new um, hate just dropped. Oh. I hate UCF. Care to explain? Um, someone posted, um, like, it was like, oh. Barcelona Big 12 was like, who has the better <laughs> black and gold? <laughs> and their fans are just delusional, man. Yep. They think they have the better black and gold. Also, I thought we were just doing, like, a fun bit. About them winning the national championship oh. in 2016? They are dead serious about they that They really shit. think that they're the national champions it's of that ridiculous. year. ridiculous. <laughs> like, I even saw someone post a graphic that was, like, comparing Colorado, and it put national championships, one Colorado, one UCF. I was like, what the fuck are we doing Brother, here? they didn't even get a real split championship. They were fi- they finished sixth. Yes. <laughs> they beat an Auburn team and in And to a be Peach fair... Bowl. I was one of the proponents of them back then of, like, they deserve a shot. No. Um, but it doesn't matter. They didn't get it. That we can't, like, get revisionist history. No. Uh, but, so those two things have combined. Um, their logo sucks. <laughs> oh, I'm here for this, bro. <laughs> like, what are Let's we ta- go. Like, like, our logo is beautiful and classy <laughs> and has, you know, tradition behind it. Theirs looks like an auto-generated knight logo uh from like like ncaa football like you just get to create a team yeah. and it's just like you can be like the bulldogs the knights and like that's the one that you get oh my god i love this i am totally here for a cu ucf rivalry yeah for recruiting yeah. on the field all of it man it's gonna be fun let's get um, after it. i never really got to like that much hate with the pac-12 schools yeah um but i hate kansas state uh I hate Baylor, and now I hate UCF. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> uh, it feels good to be back, doesn't it? Yep. It um, yesterday, the uh, CU Regents actually met. They unanimously voted to go on to the Big 12. Commissioner Yormark drops the statement. They're yep. back. Yep, nice touch. Uh, fire day, man. Um, Rick George yesterday, uh, he had a few quotes um, talked about the stability yep. in the Big 12. He also talked about... It would be funny really quick if, like, Oklahoma decided to come back to the Big 12, but they couldn't use that because they already <laughs> used it on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we can't do the Michael Jordan reference anymore. Right. Well, shit. Um, 
Rick George also noted the reduced travel time for away games and the Big 12's broadcast time slots as reasons why CU decided to join the Big 12. Is he, like, required to lie about this stuff? <laughs> Is that a rule? It's just what he was saying. He did also <laughs> say, he was asked directly. I, lo I love me some, some Rick George, but the travel times? My God, this is all about money. 100% about money. Um, and the fact that the Pac-12 is crumbling. He was asked directly about Coach Prime's recruiting with this move. And, uh, I mean, he didn't go into too much depth, but he said there's tremendous benefits to being in the Big 12 in regards to Coach Prime's recruiting. Um, for what it's worth, and we can bury this for sure now, he said that he wasn't. He, he was asked if he was presented a Pac-12 media deal, did not give a clear answer. So... Make of it what you will. No, the answer is no. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Coach Prime had a quote today. Really um, quick. Scale ahead. of 1 to 10, how involved was Coach Prime in this decision? I don't think very much. Okay. I think, I mean, he, certainly a factor. I'm yes. not going to lie and say that he wasn't, but I don't think that Rick George was knocking on Coach's door to go, hey, we're moving towards the Big 12, like checking off every box the whole way. I think what, what happened was there was a conversation early on. Mm -hmm. Hey, what would you think about moving to the Big 12? They're calling us. The Pac-12 media deal is you know, in shambles. How would you feel about that? And Coach Prime, you know, whether he knew it off the top of his head or he pulled up a list of all the schools and was like, oh, yeah, give me Texas and Florida, yep. I'm in. And that was all like Rick George needed, you know. Exactly. Um, he mentioned Coach Payne and Coach Boyle. Uh, when talking about that yesterday. So, I mean, he's going to say that, of course, in front of the microphone, but I really don't think, like, Coach Prime was heavily involved in this. I don't think he cares, honestly. I don't think he... Well, I think he cares, but not, like... I don't think he would have been saying, like, oh, I don't think so. Like, he wasn't worried. Yeah, exactly. Right. But also, I mean, TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech... Uh, is there a fourth team in Texas? Uh, Texas there, Tech, more. Houston, Houston, Baylor, TCU. That's the four, I believe. Okay, four teams, and I feel like there's a fifth that I'm forgetting. Anyways, there could um, be. Like, you know, that's where Shador played high school football. Like that, that that's essentially home for them. Yep. Uh, and so, I have to imagine everyone was excited about it. For sure. More family can you know, and all that stuff. More friends and easier access. And so, I, I think. It was an, a quick sign-off from Coach Prime, and then he's like, he does, he's not going to worry about like the business and the uh, negotiations and all right. that bullshit. So he said he spoke to uh, Carl Reed of 247 Sports. He said, if everything I'm hearing is true, I applaud our athletic director, Rick George, for choosing the best-case scenario for all athletics at CU. This move is a game-changer, and we plan on changing the game. Love it. Absolutely love That's it. That's all he said. Um, I'm, I'm just glad we heard him speak on it. Yeah. So we've heard a lot about Oregon. I don't know where they really stand. It's a lot of just tweets and just reports being thrown. I don't even know if they're reports, but just stuff being thrown out there. I don't know how valid it is. Okay. But then Pat Ford and Richard Johnson of Sports Illustrated just less than an hour ago published this article titled Sources Big 12 Determined to Add Another School Quickly. The first schools mentioned, Arizona, ASU, and Utah. Uh, a source spoke to these guys and said, we're looking at 14. But Brett McMurphy reported yesterday that they're looking at one to three with an emphasis on former Power Five or current Power Five schools first, and then they'll look at G5. Makes sense to me. 
Um, let me ask you this. Would you rather just Oregon, 14-team conference, or Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah, 16-team conference? So, okay. And for what it's worth, um, everyone's getting an equal share up uh-huh. to 16. Okay. What was the first part of that? Again? Just Oregon. Okay. You play 14 teams. Okay. And you can expand more later or get the three schools that you just mentioned from the four corners. No, give me Oregon. Okay. And that is what I think is the interesting part about this. To be fair, Utah should be. In terms of right. success on the field, they should be considered in the same tier as Oregon, but they don't have the brand. And I don't know if it's just because they're in Utah or what, but no one looks at Utah as a powerful college football brand. Mm -hmm. The weird thing is if you add Oregon, that is suddenly the most, the best brand in the, in the conference. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Obviously Colorado is exploding on that front, but no real success in the last 20 years hurts when Oregon has been, you know, a contender, at least a conference contender every year during that time. They haven't won the Pac-12 since that COVID short in 2020 season. And Utah has won it, what, two of the last three years, I believe? So it is kind of weird how that works out, but... The Nike thing, like, it's just... Right. It's powerful to uh, to have Oregon more so than the other schools. That being said, from a... I hate Oregon. Actually, I just said I don't. I don't really hate the uh, the Pac-12 teams <laughs> that much. I strongly dislike Oregon. I really don't think it's hate. I just dislike them. I enjoy um, Arizona State, Arizona, and um, Utah more. But everything I've been complaining about when it comes to fan bases in the Pac-12 applies to certainly the Arizona schools. Uh, and Utah has a better fan base from a size standpoint. But their fans really suck. Yeah. Like, really suck. For sure. Um, I've heard horrible stories about their fans. So, from that standpoint, Oregon definitely has the best fan base of any of those. uh, And they would be a better fit for the Big 12. Um, Zion's mentioning the Big 10. Uh, I don't think the Big 10 even wants Oregon. I think that's right. I think we would... There'd be a lot more smoke about it. You know, just look at what happened with Colorado. We heard about this for months and months and months. Haven't heard that with Oregon. Isn't it weird how fast it happened, though? This whole conference change? Fast is, a, is not a word I would use. Well, I just mean, like, what day was it when we heard that it sounds like it's moving along? And I was like, should we call this the emergency show? And you're like, no, Tuesday. we'll call it the emergency show when it actually happens. Well, Wednesday. During the show, it actually happened. Yes. Um, so, like, it, was, it w- went from, hey, this looks like it's happening to this happened in an hour. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, or then that night, that same night, Big 12 uh, presidents vote on it. It's done. Yep. And then the next day, the next morning, Colorado votes on it. It's done. It was like yeah. less than 24 hours of, um, for lack of a better term, like paperwork. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just going back to Utah, do you think that kind of tying themselves to the Pac-12 and just hoping they would figure it out has really diminished their chances i guess in this i mean they were mentioned in the article but you just talked about the brands i know that's kind of not related but feels like they could have been a little bit more proactive and at least trying to figure out if this somehow doesn't work in the pac-12 we got somewhere yeah i think they did a terrible job um now i think they can salvage that if they get this big 12 call right if not there's a chance that they're just like Left in the dust to be independent. Yeah. 
I'll actually answer that one right now um, from Fernando Para, who says, Arizona fits in with Big 12 culture, small college town. Are you speaking specifically to college football fan bases because there are a few fan bases better in basketball than Arizona? I, w I wouldn't go as far as to say few fan bases better, um, but they do have a really, really good um, basketball fan base. Like half of the people are over 70 years old in the stadium, mm -hmm. um, but uh, they do fill it up. Um, it just, I don't know. Yeah, it is a small college town, like, like a lot of big 12 towns, but yeah, football, like let's not be, um, or let's be real about this. All of college athletics revolves around football, right? For sure. And they don't have a, a, a fan base for that. Yeah. No, I mean, Rick George can go up there and say what he wants, but the, I mean, conference realignment has always been about football. 1000%. Unless we're talking about adding, you know, Gonzaga to the Big 12 for basketball. Right, right. It's all about football, 100%. That's a completely separate thing. Just this basketball-only stuff. Yeah. Whole different caveat. It is true that adding Arizona to the Big 12 only fortifies the idea that it's the best basketball conference in the country. It's honestly going to be too good. Mm -hmm. Like... What's going to happen is a team with a losing record is going to get into in conference is going to get into the tournament just because their net is so high. Right. Yep. Strength of schedule, man. Yep. Matters. All right. Do you want to get into this tier list? Let's do it. First, a word from our friends at Factor. Now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Check out Factor. Um, we're big fans of Factor. And because, you know, meal kits are all the thing right now, they're very easy. You don't have to cook with Factor, though. That's the best part about it. Uh, everything comes, you just got to heat it up, ready to eat. It's delicious, by the way. I just yep. had the spicy poblano beef bowl yesterday. It's, you cooked it in the office. Yes. And it made everyone hungry. I know. <laughs> Sorry, it guys. It smells so good. <laughs> I also, um, I took that one out. I set it aside for today because yours looks so good. Nice. Uh, head to factormeals.com slash dmvrbuffs50 and use the, sh uh, the show code dmvrbuffs50 to get 50% off. Again, dmvrbuffs50 at factormeals.com slash dmvrbuffs50 and you get 50% off. Also, shout out to Kind Love. They were here the other day uh, for the Women's World Cup Day. Should have been reverse order there. Kind Love first, then Factor. That's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretend that uh, I said this one first and then get yourself some Factor. But Kind Love is excited to be an official partner of DMVR and support another local brand. Uh, we love the Kind Love cannabis and always get a consistent, great experience when we are high on Kind Love. Quality, integrity, consistency, variety, and safety is what they are all about. They're one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. They've been established since 2010. Uh, their Turbo Core is revolutionary. It's pretty amazing. It's a 100-milligram stick. Looks like a toothpick. Slide it into a joint, blunt, cigarette. Uh, or just pick up one of their Turbo Core joints. Visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DMVR and receive the DMVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. You can also visit their website at kindlove.com and use that code DMVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu. Massive shout out to these guys. Let's get into this. I'm excited, man. You want to talk about Charles Lester quickly first? A lot of people talking about it in the comments. Um, yeah. From what we're hearing, not going to be a buff. Yeah. He's not coming. Um, now, there's still time for that to change, of course, between now and when he announces. 
Um, and even more so, there's time for that to change between now and signing day. Um, but I guess I, I wouldn't say it definitively, but it doesn't sound great is where I would put it. Just be prepared for tonight. Yeah. That's all we'll Sorry. say. Sorry. Hate, hate to be the bearer of potentially bad news. Yep. Don't shoot the messenger. All right. I'm stoked for this. I love doing these. Let's do it. We got 23 teams, Ryan. From S tier to F tier, in between we got A, B, C tier. Let's see who we want. So who we want the most. This isn't most likely, according to reports or whatever. It's who we want most in the Big 12. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. I'm also just laughing at people saying, where did you guys hear that? <laughs> we can't tell you where we heard it. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> um, all right. We're just going to start from uh, the very top, Alyssa. And Arizona, the first team. Obviously, just told you guys about the report from Sports Illustrated. A lot of smoke. They Going back to when Colorado's rumored to go back to the Big 12. They've yes. been linked to this team. Yes. Where so, again, rank them? this is what we want. Yes. I'll put this in a B tier. Okay. Arizona. Oh, I guess that's S, A, B. Where do you think? I think I'll go A tier. Yeah, okay. So, I, I was I was originally thinking A tier was B tier, so this is fair. So with S tier, I feel like it's kind of like send the invite immediately. S tier to me has to be like it is it is extremely impactful yes. to have this school. And I just don't think I don't think of Arizona in that way. Yes, and we'll have we'll definitely have some S tier schools. Um, but basketball of course is great. The football program's on the come up, but you know, you mentioned the brand name. I don't think they just have that right now. They'd be a nice addition. I don't think it changes things. Yeah, exactly. ASU. If Arizona's A tier, where do you put the Sun Devils? It's such a better college town, but I'm going to have to put them in B. Yep. Because they have no, dom like no program that makes the conference better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, their football program has like a decent history, but they haven't been, they haven't made an impact in the PAC 12 in a while. Right. Um, their basketball program is just mid as fuck. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, they're B for me. I, agree. I think they have, so, I think they have like a decent baseball team. Right. Doesn't, that doesn't move me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, maybe in a few years, like this is kind of a, if you added ASU, it'd be a gamble. And you'd hope that, you know, in three years, Kenny Dillingham has it rolling a bit. Uh, if Hurley's still there coaching yeah. basketball, they're kind of in the top 25 again. But Also, I, I like Arizona State better than Arizona in almost every aspect. Oh, yeah. It's just they don't have anything really right. to offer. For sure. Although Next it is closer to the Phoenix market. Yes. In fact, it's really the only one that is part of the Phoenix market. But I think that all that market talk is BS mm -hmm. because if the fans in that market don't show up, you are, are you really getting that market right now? You might be able to just sell it in negotiations and that's what matters, but yeah. we already have our, uh, we have our deal Yep. for what? 10 years for a big 12. Yeah. I think it's just 2030, 2031. Okay. It feels like 10 years. Yeah. It's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next team. They've kind of, this was like the hot team of realignment a long time ago. And 
just nothing now. Yeah. Apparently, the Pac-12 is sent out or is going to plan to send out a bunch of invites. Boise State being one of them, but for the Big Twelve, Boise State. Um. First of all, someone said ASU fits better in the Big Ten with academics. That is definitely not true. <laughs> ASU is uh, one of the few schools that let me in, so that'll <laughs> that'll tell you how good they. Are. No, I'm just kidding. I, so did CU, obviously. Um. Boise State is is done. They're yeah. gone. Their reign is over. They don't they don't move the needle at all anymore. So they're C tier for me. And they just won ten games last year. Uh, before COVID, they won. They had four straight ten plus win seasons. It doesn't make any impact anymore though. Like you, yep. if, unfortunately for them, it's like undefeated or nothing. Yep. And the I just said it, it's BS, but. I guess in this case, it's not. On the low end, it's not. Mm-hmm. They don't have a TV market at all. Right. You know, Boise doesn't move the, the needle in that way at all. So I think that they are um, they're just trending the wrong way. They needed to strike while the iron was hot, and they missed it. Yep. Uh, where did we put them? C tier? Cal. Do I have to say any more? F? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, Coastal Carolina. So this team has had a great three-year stretch. Started with that COVID season. They went eleven and one. They went eleven and two the year after. Nine and four last year. But Jamie Chadwell's gone to Liberty. We'll talk to Liberty about Liberty in a bit. Uh, but the Chanticleers, of course, in Carolina. I don't know exactly where. Conway, South Carolina. It says. I made so much money on them during the COVID that. year. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I always have a special place in my heart for them. And that being said, I'm putting them in the C tier. All right. I don't think it's possible for a non-Power 5 team to get above C tier for me. Okay. Just putting that out there. All righty. Well, we got another one. CSU. Yeah. um, Alyssa, can you just, like, scroll down? Is there a tier below F? (laughs) No? All right. Well, I guess they get the the great distinction of being in the F tier. Alyssa, if you hit the gear on the F tier, you can add another tier below it. You add just, another tier and just title just, it CSU. I was going to say you could call it trash, but... <laughs> just It's C, B tier, A tier, B tier, S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, F tier, CSU. All right. I love it. We could fix this after, Alyssa, if you want. Um, but honestly, like... I, I I hate the school. I don't I don't like the fans. <laughs> yeah. Um they bring nothing. Yep. They're delusional. I understand why the Pac twelve is like, well maybe we can get CSU and then claim we have the Denver market. It's the same thing I was just saying. The the Denver market doesn't care about CSU. Um it's a battle to get the Denver market to care about Colorado. Yep. I think it's happening right now, of course, but they don't care. So no. um Pac twelve have at it. Big twelve makes negative sense i just don't understand why they think that they're ready for like a power five jump after not doing anything for forever after being terrible yes Uh, the crazy part is like they're talking shit on colorado's run in the pac-12 colorado was seven and two against colorado state during the worst stretch in program history but then you're taking pride pride in beating a bad program bro i I will make no, um, I of course take pride in beating them and I revel in it and I love it 
and I especially like it when we beat them into a pulp. This team has not won more than four games since 2017. They haven't had a 10-win season since 2014. They haven't won a bowl game since 2013. And they've had four coaches in that time. They also built a new stadium that no one goes to. It's absolutely wild. Crazy, man. It act- that part actually makes me sad. I'm like, man, this is actually a sick stadium. I went, to, I went there for a wedding once. Mm-hmm. Um, and just it's like... It's just like depressingly empty. On campus, that was the big thing. Man, we got to get the stadium on campus. Got to get the stadium on campus. I think they get less people now that the stadium's on campus somehow. Crazy. Wild, man. All right. (laughs) Florida State. That's S. Hate to say it because we've had a fun little rivalry with them, and they're probably about to take one of our favorite recruits. But uh, that is one of... Three school, uh, two schools here that I think make a a marked impact that you can't ignore. Um, obviously, they're psychotic, but they're they have a lot of fans. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's a it's an all time college football brand for sure. Um, they just move the needle in every department, yes. and you could even if you get a Florida State. Perhaps you just break open the floodgates for everyone else in the ACC, and all of a sudden the Big 12 is a legitimate player amongst the Big 10 and the SEC. Well, and this this 16 team thing obviously can be renegotiated if you get a team like FSU and Clemson to come to the Big 12. Yeah. But I just want to quickly point out this 16 team cap that we're being told is being uh, put down by the networks just highlights how impressive it is that Rick George got Colorado out of the Big 12 right now. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely incredible because bang, 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 those spots are gone. There's nowhere for you to go. All of a sudden, you're just left holding the bag, and you're like, well, Big 12 has 16, SEC has 16, Big 10 has 16. I think we're done here. Right. You know? And so uh, just hats off to Rick George for being one of the first dominoes in this latest kind of um, you know realignment kick is really impressive to me because I think there's a chance that in, in if a different AD was in charge, they get the well. We want to see what happens with Coach Prime before we sign up. Yeah, he's been fantastic, man. I mean, there was a, a a large contingent of fans who were very unhappy with him because of the Carl Durrell era and all that. And in the work he's done in these last eight, nine months, I mean, completely changed the trajectory of this university. Not just the football team, the entire university. Yep. 100%. Great job, Rick. Shout out to Rick. And I, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I was one of the last ones on the, on the Rick George train. Yep. Yeah, you stood strong, man. All right, Liberty. The Liberty Flames. Hugh Freeze was their head coach. He's gone to Auburn. Jamie Chadwell comes in. Um, They're independent. They won eight games each of the last four years. It's an F. F tier. No impact. Uh, This is probably another uh, F tier, but Louisiana. Uh, F. This team has been linked to the Big 12, and that's Memphis. Yeah, I think... They probably belong in that same conversation up in the C tier. Um, I also 
upon further of you think Cal deserves to be in the C tier? Explain yourself. Why Cal? I don't know. They're just like an actual Power 5 school that has done a little bit all time. Right. They're obviously way down right now. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't think that Boise State or um, Coastal Carolina or Memphis makes a larger impact than them. Right. Uh, Memphis won seven games last year. They've That's had C tier, Alyssa. They, when Mike Norvell was the coach there, they were winning a lot of games. They had a 12 win season, lost in the Cotton Bowl. They were ranked in the top 25 pretty often. Um, but we'll see what Jamie Chadwell is able to do. I think they're one to, or sorry, not uh, Liberty, but Memphis uh, with Ryan Silverfield. I mean, they seem to just get players mm-hmm. every year. They always have like a running back or yep. like a sick wide receiver or something. So. Yeah. Again, you also have to consider the market. Like, that's a professional sports market there. Yeah. Um, so it's not, you know, not completely irrelevant. Um, and I think they actually do get uh, support out there. And we want to talk about basketball. It's a good basketball school. For sure. A lot of Fs for Memphis in the chat. Interesting. I know. What about just, like, the barbecue? Did you <laughs> yeah. think about that? <laughs> the barbecue culture, of course. <laughs> uh, Oregon. We, got, we can rebrand from the truck stop conference to the barbecue conference. Um, Oregon is S tier. Yep. If you had Pains to pick me one. to say it because I really don't like them. If you had to pick one between FSU and Oregon. FSU by a lot. Really? Yeah. That's why I'm like, FSU could almost have their own tier. But yeah, I, I would pick FSU. Okay. I mean, both just move the needle. Both have consistent top 25 teams. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say. It'd be home runs to get either of those two teams in this conference. Oregon State, we thought that they would maybe be the team linked to the Big 12. Literally haven't heard a single thing about them since that night. And they, uh, like, released a statement Oh no! A- affirming their commitment to the Pac-12. Oh, I'm sorry, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Clint. Um, <laughs> that being said, I'm just trying to think about them... Um, clearly here without knowing that, I would put them in the same tier as Arizona. Okay. I was going to say B tier. Okay. Just because they're up right now, they haven't really shown it consistently, you know, over a long stretch of time. I mean, of course they're attractive now, but kind of taking a gamble there. That's fair. That is fair. All right. We'll go with you. B tier. Um, another school that's been linked to what is going to be the new Pac-12 or whatever they want to call it is SDSU. Um, it was quite a saga this <laughs> summer with them. I'll say that. But uh, I wouldn't rule out a return to the Pac-12 or you know those conversations picking up again. But do you think uh, Brett Yormack, Yormark looks at SDU's basketball program, he looks at the Southern California profile, and finds them attractive? No. There's nothing attractive about them except for the people on campus. <laughs> what tier? Um, C? Yeah, C tier. Another team that's been linked to the Pac-12, uh, both previously and with this new league that it's going to be, SMU. It'd be another Dallas team. Um, again, they've kind of had some seasons here and there. They'll always kind of have a quarterback. They're always got some wide receivers. They're very explosive. They're a fun team to watch. But in terms of adding them to the Big 12, 
your thoughts. Can we bring back up the tiers? I got to see what's what group they fit in with. The question is like, do they fit in with Oregon State and Arizona State? Are they that quality of an ad? So they have won at least seven games going back to 2019. Uh, they had a few really bad years in the middle of the 2010s. Um, and they were terrible before that, mostly because of the death penalty. But Sonny Dykes, of course, really brought them up. He goes on a TCU. They've got Rhett Lashley now at head coach. Mm, because they are directly in the middle of the footprint. Mm-hmm. I will allow B tier. Okay. What do you think about that? I think that's fair. Okay. I think, I mean, I don't want to say just add Texas schools, but that's kind of what the Big 12 is about. Is that like footprint of the country? It'd be obviously extremely beneficial to have just a backdoor now in Fort Worth and in Dallas yep. for Coach Prime. Yep. Um, and just... They're kind of a brand still. You know what I mean? Like, they were a force for a while, and they went through a lot with the death penalty and all that. But All time, 30 for 30. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, one of the best. But, I mean, come on. They're in Dallas. They could kind of make a comeback, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Stanford. Also, if you're making a strong – or if you're making a case for why a team should be in a certain tier, you got to say why. Yep. Yeah, don't just tell us we're dumb. Exactly. Tell us why we're dumb. You have dumb. to tell us why we're dumb, and I'll probably be like, yeah, you're right. Uh, the tree. Oh, this is hard. This is a difficult one for sure. Yeah. It's hard to think about where they are now and want to talk about them in a positive light, but you also just can't forget that we're not that far removed from them being a actual power. Pac-12 power. They won the conference, I think, three out of four years in the early 2010s. Um, from 2010 to 2016, they won 10 games in every season but one. Uh, the, David Shaw, of course, out now. The thing is just an absolute culture mismatch. Um, there is nothing Big 12 about Stanford. Yeah. Not a single thing academically obviously they're in a different class like two classes above really um they have no fans whatsoever um but power five i'm putting them in the c tier okay just because it's it is no i mean actually b sorry okay um b tier there's just no match there yeah i mean i think that Again, it, this would be a gamble for sure. They haven't won more than four games since 2018. You got a new coach. They actually are doing really great on the trail right now for 2024. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about you, but I thought that Coach Taylor, I mean, when we spoke to him, he was, the, I think there's a vision laid out. He seemed very Stanford, that's for sure. Yes. But he's also he also sounded like a guy who's going to be given time. Yes. They always, I mean... You know, that's they're like the Steelers of the Pac-12. Yeah, you kind of have to at Stanford. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with the commenters that Stanford should go independent. Interesting. They're, they're one of the uh, more interesting teams on this list. Tulane, though. Like, Stanford fits the Big Ten. Yeah. 
Uh, Tulane. They did beat USC. They did beat USC. Love them for that. Um, C? Really? I don't know. What did you have them as? Well, I guess looking now, they only won 12 games last year, and they haven't done anything. Uh, their last double-digit win season was 1998 before that. Sheesh. Uh, a lot of 10 loss, not a lot, but a few 10 loss seasons. And remember, that's not in Power 5. Right. This is in the American. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just looking like mid-AF, honestly, now that I look at it. They do have the location, of course, New Orleans. Right. That'd be cool to have. That's fair, though. Would you say B? I would say C. C tier? Okay. Um, I threw UConn in there. They're probably more on the side of what we mentioned before we started this, which is the basketball stuff and how Commissioner Yormark's probably going to try and separate the TV deals and just you know maybe add Gonzaga as basketball only. So who knows if UConn's basketball only or not. Uh, Jim Mora, the head coach there. They used to, they had a few good seasons back in the day. I feel like 2000s-ish, right? Am I misremembering? Yeah, they had one or two. It was very limited. They've also been like, I think they're, they've actually been worse than Colorado at football in the last decade. Yeah. Um, since 2016, they have won 16 games. Oh, that's so brutal. Um, Colorado won 10 in 2016. But Jim Moore went 6-7 and seven last year in his first season. Good for him. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in on this four-time zone conference. Uh-huh. I really don't want the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be C for me. Okay. Um, I'll just throw out there again. This is a team to watch for sure, though. At least in terms of basketball. Um, we'll see what happens with the Pac-12 schools and all these other schools that we've been talking about, but UConn is definitely in the conversation. UNLV, do we get Vegas back in the fold? The only thing that UNLV brings to the table is the fact that they're in Vegas. Yeah, literally, <laughs> yes. Um, and for that, I, I guess we're the, the C tier is just getting packed. That's fine. Um, there might be a, a case to revisit those and see if anyone needs to drop down. Yeah, we will. We'll go back. I love Las Vegas. That's the only thing they have going for them. They are atrocious in football. Uh, and basketball is kind of a dead brand, even though they used to be good. They won five games last year. It was their best season since 2017. Marcus Arroyo is the head coach. He was at... Oklahoma State, I believe, defensive coordinator. I think that sounds right. Sounds decent. Um, they won seven games, which was their highest mark in 2013. The last time they won more was 2000. They won eight. Okay. A lot of people saying UNLV F. I think everyone said basically everyone's an F. That's true. Uh, Remember, this is what we want. So, yes, yes. A little bit of Vegas bias, maybe there. USF, South Florida, UCF is already in the conference. Mm -hmm. USF in the Big East used to be a, a team that made some noise. They had that one year. That, that was just a weird year. year. Yeah, when Rutgers was like top five. And well, they were number two. 
Right. And then Rutgers beat them. Yes. And I think Rutgers might have even got to number two at one point that year. I think so. I think you're right. Ray Rice, maybe? Oh, man. So. I think Ray Rice was at Rutgers during that time. I think you're right. Um, but this team, they had a few winning seasons when they went over to the American Conference in 2016, 2017. But the last three seasons, they've only won four games. Uh, I believe they changed head coaches they this offseason. They had a winless season? Yeah, or well, they went. Oh, no, no, no. The no, COVID no. year, they won one game in 2020. They won two games in 21. They won one game last year. Yikes. Um, <sighs> does the rivalry with UCF mean anything because of them? It's so hard with how down bad they are right now. Um, I'm going C tier. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. We'll, Everyone we'll sees here. We've got a couple non C tiers coming up. Utah. One of the teams most heavily rumored to join this conference going back months and months. So they're either S or A. Yes. Um, you look at Arizona being alone there in the A tier. They're alone there because of their basketball program. I don't think it's fair to put Utah in the same category as them when Utah has a legitimate very very strong football they program. almost beat ohio state two years ago in that rose bowl yeah so i'm gonna put them in the s tier okay also um, utah and byu in the same conference yeah is sick. yeah that'd be dope yeah some actual rivalries in the big 12 mm -hmm. one of the main reasons this is just awesome uh utsa Jeff Trailer has really built a program out there. Uh, their quarterback, Frank Harris, one of the best in college football. They had portal targets for CU, for FSU. I mean, this is a team that's really come up. They've only been playing football since 2012. Last year, they won 11 games. They won 12 games the year before. Um, they haven't been awful. And another Texas team. <sighs> okay, so here's my question. What's the difference between UTSA and SMU? Um, well, UTSA is newer, uh, flashier brand, I guess. They don't have the, you know, the death cloud of stuff. The past. Yeah. Or the death uh, penalty stuff. Um, and just, uh, you know, you kind of already have Texas with TCU. Um, there's a bunch of Texas alums, you know, or, uh, Dallas alums that are from Baylor, all these other schools already maybe branch out a bit. You already got Houston. Why not add San Antonio? Okay. Um, let's go back to the tiers. I want to look here. I think they're pretty much the same as SMU, so I'll put them in the same B tier category. Okay. Ah, no, I think they're a C tier team. All right. I think SMU might need to get dropped, to be honest. Okay. But we'll we'll revisit that. Washington. We haven't heard them much. Um. Them and Oregon are them, Oregon and Utah, probably the three most attractive teams from the Pac 12 as it currently stands. They had a great season last year. They stumbled twice in Pac 12 play, ruined their chances of going to the title game, ruined their chances of going to a New Year's Six Bowl. But they have, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. They've got explosive players on the outside. They've made a CFP in the Pac 12. They sure did. Uh, uh, C. C for now. 
I don't think Washington is in the category as those, as those three S-tier teams. Yeah. I think they're uh, a little bit below it. Not a national brand when it comes to college football, in my opinion. Um, at least that moves the needle. And they haven't been as good as Utah. Utah I'm putting in there just because they've been so good consistently. Yep. They did make a CFP one kind of magical season with a bunch of great players. Um, they haven't really sniffed it since, if I'm, if I'm right there. I'm, I, I, mean, don't, I don't remember them They had close. a chance last year if they just beat Arizona State. They, if they just beat Arizona State, they had a chance. What was their record? 10-2. and two. They lost to UCLA and Arizona State in back-to-back weeks. So I guess they did have a chance last year. Uh, it's an A tier for me. Um, this is a team, you know, 2021, they only won four games. They ended up firing Jimmy Lake after that year. Uh, in 2020's COVID season, of course, they went three and one. They haven't had fewer than seven wins besides those two years in a season since 2009. So very consistent. Yep, they are consistently good. Super high floor. Uh, and, and they have a CFP in that time. AJ, I, I might even make the S tier argument for Washington. You can make it. I just think that they're a, a step below. Jordan says Washington doesn't have a fan base. What do you know about their fan base? I would say that they have one of the better fan bases in the Pac-12, and that just doesn't say much. Um, Washington does have a natty, too. Graham says you're putting too much weight on recent football performance. Got to look at the whole brand. I'm actually trying to put as little weight on it as possible. Um, I, just, I don't think their brand is that good. I almost feel like they get uh, kind of carried by Oregon in these conversations. Just like, oh, Oregon and Washington, Portland right. and Seattle. Right, yeah. I don't think it's really like that uh, um, in terms of quality. Seattle would add a ton of travel. So would Oregon, of course. I uh, mean, uh, Orlando to Seattle might be the longest possible trip in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like in terms of between two college football cities, there's probably like four more combinations that are slightly further. Yeah. Um, I think you're right then. A tier is where they go. Washington um, State. Oh, we didn't do Washington State yet, Alyssa. <laughs> You're good. Just leave it there. Uh, they're C tier. Not buying in the Coach Dickert? Definitely not. <laughs> the vibes were off with him? They were, just slightly. Um, okay. SMU's got to come out of the B tier, I think. So let's drop them to C. I know it's going to overflow that. We'll see if we can move someone out of there. So all Power 5 teams from B tier and up, who would be the one G5 team you'd be willing to take a chance on? None. Really? I mean, the, the G5 team I feel the most confident about adding value would be... I'd probably say UTSA. Probably UTSA, but I don't. I'm not confident in that. Who UTSA? Didn't they just come up from FCS like not that long ago? Yeah, literally. So when that uh, that last NCAA football game came out, that was their first season in the FBS. 
Okay. And so they've, I mean, they've at least showed that an, if you give them an elevation, they can capitalize on it, right? Yes. I'm down to move UNLV down to the D tier. Fair. As sad as that is. Um, oh, uh, we can move UNLV to F. Why didn't we have a D tier? Because if you have a D tier, why? what does it matter? Okay. Fine. Uh, there's just no way I can put UTSA in with those three schools above them. Does Cal need to be moved up? No. I don't think so. Do you? I mean, I, I would hear the argument. I'd understand it, but uh, they just don't get me excited. And, I mean, you do get the time zone, which is what Commissioner Yarmark is going for. Um, I think he'd honestly pick SDSU before he picked them. Wow. He, he wants to cash in on basketball. That's an interesting play. I think it's really about, like, you can't call the best basketball conference in the country not Power 5. You know what I mean? Or right, right. not part of the conversation. So it's kind of a smart um, back channel to making sure the conference has um, stability. Mm -hmm. But can't, uh, don't, don't you just get, you get that time zone with Oregon. So just call it good after that. Yeah. All right. Is that the list? Let's, let's uh, open it back up. Just to make sure that there's no teams that don't belong in their tier. We feel good about Florida State, Oregon, Utah. Yep, yep. Is Arizona's basketball program being overvalued here? In terms of, like, full member? Yes. Like, um, maybe because the I mean, you look at the football program, and you know, they're they're an exciting team. They're fun to watch. But they haven't won more than seven games or more than five games since 2017. They only have one 10-win season going back to 1998. Desert Swarm. <laughs> um, I think they deserve to be dropped out of the A tier. Wow. All right. The tier that was named after them. <laughs> yeah, let's yep. put them in the B tier. Washington is better than them. It's a better ad. I don't think they deserve to I be agree. in the same conversation. I agree. Um, I like this now because it feels like it's fair. Those three teams are clearly above Washington. Washington is clearly above the four teams below them. Yep. Yep. And then everyone else is just fodder, just filler. Yep. Um, and the best part is definitely the last tier. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, they've been getting spicy recently. I tell you what, on Twitter. I know. They're relishing in this opportunity to talk about the last 10 years, which is just wild. I can't imagine talking shit to a team that has just owned me. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like uh, like Broncos fans talking shit to the Chiefs right now. And while you're in a completely different tier of football, too. And I realize the Chiefs are being great, but it's just about the head-to-head -head matchup is really all you should care about. Yep, yep. That's what rivalries are about. Even, like, Nebraska fans coming in my mentions talking about shit that happened in, like, 1979. I'm like, <laughs> bro, 
Your parents hadn't even met yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. This episode of the DMVR Bus Podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Um, hang out on their patios, man. It's a cool vibe. You can get a bucket of high noons. It's five high noons for just 22 bucks. They got tons of margaritas. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Illegal Pete's. AZ, Tucson isn't a market. No. It's kind of cool, I guess, but it's harder than hell, and it's, yeah. you mentioned it, a lot of old people. It's so old. Um, hit us with a thumbs up if you like our tears, and also, if you hate our tears, hit us with a thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> um, shout out to Legal Pizza, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And then shout out to Shady Rays. It is a hot one here in Denver, Colorado today. It is really hot. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Chat, let us know where you're at. Let us know uh, if you're rocking your Shady Rays today. Uh, best part about them, every single pair backed by their lost and broken replacement program. Even if you don't like your pair of Shady Rays in the first 30 days, they will replace them. No questions asked. You can go to the Park Meadows Mall and shop their entire collection there or go online. Uh, their collection is absolutely massive. It will take you a long time to look at every single pair of sunglasses that they have. Use the code DMVR at ShadyRays.com. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I can't wait to post that graphic. Which one? Oh, the, the tier, tier list. list. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's going to be fun. What's up, Sebastian? Like I said, I think in that, in that um, B tier, each team kind of brings something. Yeah. And it's like they're worthy of coming over. All of those teams, I think, are worthy of coming over. Right. Um, and so that's why Arizona ended up there. In my opinion, it's like, okay, well, they do bring something, mm -hmm. and I would be happy with having them, but it doesn't add up with the other schools. Right. Um, who are the top five players you guys think will make an impression during fall camp? Top five players. Does that count everyone? I guess. Okay. Shador well, Sanders, Travis <laughs> Hunter. Come on, come on. <laughs> Aside from the guys who have earned their numbers already, let's go with that. I mean, you're asking me to pull from like. There's only 10 of them, dude. Come on. Really? There's, Feels like more. There's like 11. <laughs> also, maybe 12. to the person who said focus on <laughs> camp, camp isn't even happening yet. Um, very, very soon. Oh, no, I think that's Sebastian asking this question, just focusing on this camp, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Who are the top five players you think will make an impression? Okay. So it's got to be sleepers? So guys who are... Screw it then. Let's just go sleepers. I'll throw out Ty Jalston. Oh. Just because, again, one of the very first guys to come on over here, and he just kind of got lost in the shuffle, was injured earlier on in the year. Um, now he's fully healthy. It's another guy who's like 6'5", 250, graduate transfer. Okay, let's go. Give me Jaquez Robinson. Hell yeah. I loved what yep. Jacob said yesterday. Yep, exactly. Um, then I'll throw out Javon Antonio. Okay. Uh, is that too, mu is that too uh, close? Then Zach got Blackwood. got a single digi. Zach Blackwood, my guy. Okay, that's much more of a sleeper. Um... Make an impression. When I say make an impression, I mean he's going to get mentioned by coaches, 
Yeah. And there's going to be a little bit of a hype build around him. Yeah. I don't know if it's... We'll see when the season starts if this guy specifically will be warranted. Give me Michael Harrison. Mm. We have not talked about him enough on this show and yeah. what Coach Brew said about him. Yeah. Um, Coach Brew, like, what do you say? Make one of the best tight, tight ends, ends in the Pac conference? 12. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, I know he has great, great hands. Caught and a touchdown in the spring yeah, game. People have raved about that. So I almost think if that's kind of their, their vision for him is just like run him up the seam. Catch the ball, move the chains. Yep. I will throw out Anthony Hankerson. Nice. We are stacked at running back. There's a clear top two. You could even argue clear top three with Dylan Edwards. Anthony Hankerson is a bowling ball. He's nimble in the lower body. He just makes plays happen. He moves piles. He's going to be fun. Give me Bishop Thomas. Hell yeah. Just, I mean, he's a dog. I don't, I don't know what else you need. Is that five? I think that is five. All right. We could go on forever. We really could. Almost everyone is like a somewhere in between a star and a sleeper. Yep. And they're they're all just gonna like end up falling one way or the other. Uh, what's up, Jays? What are your thoughts on when Mel Tucker was interviewed a few days ago? He said he thinks Coach Prime is doing a great job, and he thinks the Buffs will be good this year and the future. Is he BSing us? I mean this with all due respect to Jays. I do not care <laughs> about anything Mel Tucker says. I thought Even if it's nice answer. to the buffs. Yep. Um, this is something we should talk about. But I would say I don't trust a damn thing that comes out of his mouth. Um, and it was talked about a little bit yesterday at Rick George's press conference. But CU has Kansas State. They have Houston. And there's another current Big 12 team they already have on the schedule. You said you want all Nebraska. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's actually possible because Nebraska's not losing games. Yeah. Um, but uh, 2027 is both open there. So give me Nebraska then. Just schedule it in. We'll figure out whoever, I guess, based on the way it's been going, it would be their home game. So we'll figure out when we get our return game. Um, other than that, people will probably hate this. Just give me softballs, cupcakes. That's the way to do it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you think about a potential Mel Tucker Michigan State matchup, though? Would love it. A home <laughs> and home would be it. sick. But the thing is, like, our schedule is already too stacked. Yeah. Um, the, like, I think when the football program was down bad and they were scheduling these games, they're just like, well, we just can't, we won't be able to put people in the stands for a game against a shitty school. Uh-huh. Um, and so we need to put some brands out there. We need Minnesota to come to Boulder because people will, will want to see that game. As long as Co Coach Prime is around, that is no longer the case. Right. You can schedule anyone, and they'll show up. My other thing, absolutely under no circumstances ever again in the history of the school do we schedule Air Force. <laughs> um, and I don't really want anyone locally. Except for Colorado State. I mean, I'm always, I'm always down to play Colorado State. I know most CU fans disagree with that. Um, but I just... Rivalry games are just so fun that uh, I'm in for that. I don't even... I don't want, like, Northern Colorado. I don't want those types of schools. Like, if you're going to schedule a, a lower-tier school, just grab them from somewhere else. Yeah. And pay someone to come out. Yeah. Um, 
Why would Nebraska leave the Big Ten? Um, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. We were yeah. just talking about scheduling them for uh, out-of-conference games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up, Pete? How does CU's $31 million deal, deal compare to USC and UCLA's Big Ten deal? Honestly, I don't know. I haven't looked too much into the Big Ten deal. But it is, uh, I'm sure, massive. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be significant. Oh, my God. Seven years, $7 billion. <laughs> Split 14 ways? Uh, as of right now, yeah. According to USA Today, the league distributed $54.3 million to most of its members during the most recent fiscal year. That was 2019-2020. Wow. Okay. Um, what's up, Mr. Velk? What did the Pac-12 list statement uh, consist of after CU left? They don't deserve my view at this point. I mean, it's the same shit, man. We're united. We're going to get a media rights deal. Yeah. Basically what it said. Yep. Uh, Jordan, who was the last first-round FSU corner outside of Ramsey? I think that's it. No one's coming to mind. Obviously, Coach Prime. Um, I mean, I could name guys at cornerback that have been drafted into the NFL from them, but... Like who? Uh, Tavares McFadden was one. It's a deep, deep Do you cut. Know, you don't know who that is? No. Um, hold on, I got this. Who else do we got? I feel like they do have a couple other ones that we're just not thinking of. Uh, Jamie Robinson was drafted in the fifth round last year. Asante Samuel Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a good one. Um, Is he a first round pick or second? Second round pick. Yep. Who else? Um, in the secondary, I believe that's it. PJ Williams back in 2015. I'm cool with an out of conference game against FSU. Ronald Darby. Um, super chat from Lamar. Nice haircut, guys. Thanks. I didn't get a haircut, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my guy, James. There you go. Hollywood's Barbershop. Uh, Lee Albert. Does anybody think CL3 is going to flip? I mean, dude, if this team starts ripping off wins, no one is safe. Yeah, legitimately. Every player in the country is going to take a second look if... Yep, they're you know beating TCU on national TV week one, and then beating Nebraska on national TV week two. Like, yep. that's gonna that's gonna catch some eyes really quick. If they turn in just a good season, doesn't even have to be great. Every player in the country is gonna stop and take a second look. Look at Coach Prime's year two to year one jump. I know it was a weird spring COVID delayed season, but yep, they took a massive jump at JSU after year one. Yep. What's up, Jamel? Thoughts on the leftover Pac-12 teams merging with the Mountain West? Broke Pack Mountain. Jeez. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're in so much trouble. I mean, good for them. It'd make for a great late-night football watching after we watch CU win. That is true. Man, you get, like, Oregon State, Hawaii at midnight? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> You're going to piss our guys off with that one. <laughs> uh, what's up, Will? What happened to CL3 to make y'all think he's not coming? Um, we're not going to really get into it. Yeah, I mean, just that's that's, that's just, what we're hearing. We're trying to just relay the info. Yeah, exactly. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, I like that, Travis. Let's do a Big 12 stadium ranking show on Monday. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to st uh, study up for that one. Let's do it. That sounds fun. Uh, what a week, man. What a week. 
What a week it was. Two weeks. I don't even remember when one ended and the other began. Constant. <laughs> uh, DMVR is coming, man. Oh yeah, gonna be a big year. Um, next week. Yeah. Is fall camp? Yep. What a beautiful thing. Uh, we'll find out more about what that means for us. There's a chance that the show schedule changes. Yep. But what it means for you guys is football. Talking about football. Real football. Every day. Um, do we do next Friday yet, or do we wait for Monday on that? Yeah. No, we can okay. talk about that. Uh, we're doing an event next Friday. Friday night live at the DMVR bar. We're going to be going live. You guys come down, hang out. Um, we'll hang out with you and just chat buffs and I don't know, drink some beers. Yeah. And speaking of chatting buffs and drinking beers, I don't know about you, Jake, but I will be here tomorrow night watching UFC. Okay. Um, it's an epic UFC card. I haven't seen it. And been a bit busy. <laughs> my guy, Justin Gagey is on the card, Ooh. um, fighting Dustin Poirier. Okay. So that's one okay. of the main events. It's a co there's a double main event, double title fight, I think. 